A lot of times we get caught up in situations, we get caught up in areas where we need to think about our feelings. And a lot of times the first instinct that kicks in is to question ourselves, how am I going to feel or how do I want to feel as an end result? And that's when you have to consider how are other people going to feel about this? How is this going to make other people feel? It's something that we don't always do, but it's something that we need to start doing more often. That is what is going to help the lives of others become better and better through our experiences. So what is it that we need to do and what can we do to ensure that the lives of other people can become better and better? There's a lot of things that we can do. There's a lot of things that we need to do. But I'm not a master, of course, so I might not be able to lay out everything for you in a detailed plan. But what I do from time to time is to come here and speak to you guys by sharing some of my personal experiences and by sharing with you guys some of the things that I might have gone through, some of the things I might have come across that I definitely know will help and change lives around the globe. So let's talk again about how to be more mindful of others. Last week we spoke about the same thing and I just want to extend the depth of what being mindful is all about. I got an email from one of you guys saying, can you please, please try and clarify to say what is it when we say somebody is being mindful? And that is what I'm here today to talk about. And I want to express my gratitude to all of you for listening to the podcast, for tuning in week in, week out. And that means a lot to me. Thank you so much for your continuous support. And thank you so much to all those who come here and drop reviews. Speaking of reviews, I'm going to read one of the reviews I'm seeing here on our SoundCloud, uh, written by Lillian. And it says she was responding specifically to the Resolving Conflict episode, which was episode number six. And um, I also loved that one. And it says interesting nuggets on conflict resolution thank you so much i've learned a lot through this episode this means the world to me when you are typing on your devices when you are sending me feedback that helps me to know how you feel that helps me to know how much impact the podcast is bringing and this review is coming all the way from harare in zimbabwe i am so grateful to have you guys i'm so grateful that you take your time and your data to listen to these podcasts that alone means the world to me so thank you once again for doing that continue doing what you do best and thank you so much for sharing to those who've been sharing let's stay tuned and talk about how to be more mindful Welcome to Point of Growth with me, your host, Maya Makarishi, as usual. It's another beautiful week where we are here to talk about how can we be more mindful of others? What is it that we can do that can allow other people to appreciate the time we spend with them? What is it that we can do that can allow other people to also see grace in what we do? How, how can they see what can we do to make them feel at home? What can we do to allow them to feel the liberty of expressing their feelings when they are within the same spaces that we are in? What can we do to ensure that they don't feel overpowered? What can we do to ensure that whatever they want to say can be said freely with understanding that the people I'm talking to are going to listen to what I'm going to say and are going to take it into consideration at some point? I mean, it's a different thing to talk to people about something and they they don't listen to what you are talking about. Just to literally listen, not to apply, but to listen, just to listen. That's the most important thing. So 
I, I, I really, really, really enjoy talking about how to be more mindful because it has a bit of a personal experience that it brings to me. Um, I've been through a lot. Uh, there are a lot of things that I've done that could have in not indicated that I am being more mindful of others. And it's a process, you know, that if, that I also went through, that I'm still working on, that I hope by the time I, I finish this episode, I will be a better person because as I'm speaking to you, like I always say, it's also an opportunity for me to learn more because every single thing that I talk about is stuff that also means something to me. It's not only me giving out this information, talking about it, trying to look as if I'm, I, I know it all, no. But it's, it's a process that we all go through. And I want to believe wherever you are, you are continuously staying safe. You are sanitizing. You are ensuring that you do not get in contact with as many people to avoid being exposed to COVID-19. COVID-19 is real out there. People are dying. Cases are increasing day in, day out. And it would hurt me the most to know that one of my listeners is is not doing well because of COVID when they could have avoided it. Speaking of being mindful, the best way to capture moments is to pay attention. This is how we cultivate mindfulness. So the biggest question that I got in an email this week was, what is mindfulness? So I laughed. I'm like, a person could have gone on the internet and just typed what is mindfulness and they could have gotten dozens of information. But this is so special when somebody decides to send that email directly to me to try and give feedback about it. And I said, you know what? Let me just take it to the podcast and answer the question right there because they are seeing it from the podcast information. That is why I'm back at talking about what is being mindful of others. Mindfulness involves paying attention. That's one thing you can run away from. There is no way you can be mindful of a person's uh, thoughts. There's no way you can be mindful of a person's feelings without paying attention to what they say or what they do. So I think and definitely put my definition of mindfulness is that mindfulness involves paying attention to each event experienced in the present moment within our bodies, within our minds, within our non-judgmental or an accepting attitude rather. That's what I think is what makes up mindfulness. You cannot be mindful mindful of others and not pay attention to whether you're being judgmental to others or not. You cannot be mindful of others when you don't take into consideration your mind. It's, imp it's, not, it's not possible. So how do you become more mindful of others? What is it that you can do? There are a lot of things we can talk about. In learning to be mindful, we can begin to counter many of our everyday challenges such as stress, anxiety, depression, and so forth because we are learning to experience events in a more personal and more detached way. Why am I saying this? Because when we start to become much more mindful of others, our perception about them, our perception, our, our understanding or our interpretation of what they say or what they do also changes because we will be having access to understanding what was the intended meaning, what was the intended value of what was said, what is it that I was meant to take away. Am I taking away what I need to be taking away? Those are things that we will be talking about and taking into consideration. That's why I think it is very, very important for us to be more mindful. That's how we take stress away. Sometimes a lot of people get stressed just because they are overthinking things. They are assuming the wrong thing, the stuff that is in their minds about a certain thing are actually not the right thing they should be thinking about or that is intended to mean by that particular action. So mindfulness is being aware of yourself. How do you become aware of yourself before you think about other people? You need to understand yourself to say, what is it that I do that can stop me from listening to other people? I mean, when I grew up, my dad used to say that 
um, if he sends you on an errand, you don't complain before you do the work. So you complain after the duty. And to me, I feel like, how can I complain after I've done it? It's, it's useless. I've done it already. So why should I complain about it? It's not going to change anything. We believe, most of us, rather, let me put it that way, believe that complaining should be centered or should have something to do with changing the outcome or changing the process that we are supposed to take. Hence, we complain beforehand. So if my father used to make me believe or used to, to train me in a way that says don't complain before doing something. That means it's going to become a problem for me to meet a person and allow them to air their views to complain before they do what they do. Even at work, when I'm speaking to somebody and I'm giving them an instruction or whatever that needs to be done, maybe it's a camera guy I'm saying, can you shoot from this angle? If they want to explain to me what they want to do, it's going to be difficult. It's something I'm trying to work on because remember our minds are constantly pick up what we learn. That is why they say when we are young, whatever that is in our sight or in our ears is easy to remember. So it's also easy to remember traits and habits and personalities and stuff that you used to do when you were still young. It was also easy to remember all that. But now what is it that we can do to be more mindful of others? The first thing is we need to be aware of ourselves. Understand yourself enough to know what are my weaknesses? What are my challenges? Do I have problems with listening? If you have problems with listening, put that to test on how can you change? Go on the internet, look for how to be much more attentive. There are answers for everything out here. So find ways that you can apply in your life to allow other people to not be affected by your weaknesses. That is a way of being aware of yourself. When you know that you talk a lot like I do, sometimes I tell myself inside, silently, I just say, shut up, shut up. When I want to talk, I know what I want to say makes sense to me. But I'm telling myself I want to be mindful of what the other person thinks and says. So I'm, I shouldn't be talking and I shouldn't just say because I said it, it is right. So you need to keep quiet and allow other people the opportunity to air their views and speak, which will make you understand what is it that they want to say because I realized most of the time not everything we say or we want to say or we do or we want to do is actually the right thing. No. Sometimes other people actually have better views. Sometimes actually other people have things that make much more sense than what we do but we don't see that. Why? Because we do not allow them to air their views because we are not giving them opportunities. The second thing is you need to be aware of other people. Now you look at the fact that in as much as I have a personality and a belief, in as much as I have things that I say, this is me, I do this because this is who I am, this is what I believe in, everybody that we associate with also have their own beliefs. They also have things they believe in they've been doing over time that they also want us to pay attention to alone. So if everybody wants to be paid attention to and nobody wants to listen, the question is who is going to listen? That's the thing that we need to, to keep in mind. So it is very, very important. And um, the third thing, is we need to be aware of our surroundings in that particular moment. Think about what I want to do now. How does it affect the environment around me? How does it affect the vicinity or the people within the spaces I am entering? Now, being mindful is calming. It is grounding. It also is centering and is an excellent stress reducer. Practicing mindfulness 
over time, we will help you to create a more present and a more peaceful way of life. It helps you to change the way things happen in your life. You move away from being stressed. You move away from doing a lot of things that do not bring joy to you because understanding what other people think and how they feel will allow you to express your views in a different manner. Mindfulness on its own simply means you are being consciously, compassionately, and non-judgmentally present to what is happening now. Have you ever started eating a snack bar or maybe taking a couple of bites into a snack bar then you noticed that all you had left was an empty packet in your hand? Or let's put a different example. Maybe you were driving somewhere and you arrived at your destination only to realize you remember nothing about your journey. Most people have. I don't know if you have, but I've had those moments too. There are common examples of mindlessness. This is a simple way that can show you that this person was just doing what they were doing and they were not aware of what they were doing. So you drove and you were not aware, you did not see anything, you just arrived. You were not mindful of the surroundings, you were not mindful of the environment. These are also common examples of what we call going on an automatic pilot mode. In our modern day, in our busy lives, we constantly multitask. It's very easy to lose awareness of the present moment as when we become lost in our efforts to juggle work, maybe our home stuff, finances, you name it, and any other conflicting demands. As humans, we are often not present in our own lives. It's a lot of times that you have to literally think, what really, really happened for you to remember? From time to time, I sit down and I'm like, okay, what did I want to do just now? It's, it's a moment that shows me that I was planning to do something, but I'm not mindful of what is happening around me. So mind Mindfulness is not always about the people around us, but it's, it's also about the environment around us, the stuff that is happening around us. It is important to do that. As humans, we are often not present in our own lives. So we often fail to notice the good things that are the good things about our lives. We fail sometimes to hear what our bodies are telling us or even to position ourselves with toxic self-criticism. We don't have time to do that. Human minds are easily distracted. That's one thing we need to take note of. Habitually examining past events and trying to anticipate the future is one thing that is also important. Becoming more aware of our thoughts, feelings, and sensations may sound or may not sound like an obviously helpful thing to do. But however, to do learning to do this in a way that suspends judgment and self-criticism can have an incredibly positive impact on our lives. Yet we don't know that and we don't take that into consideration from time to time. Remember, mindfulness on its own is a way of paying attention, like I said, and it is a way of seeing clearly whatever that is happening in our lives. It will not eliminate life's pressures, but it can help us to respond to them in a much more calmer way. It can help us to step away from habitual, often unconscious emotional and psychological reactions of everyday events. Another thing we need to keep in mind about mindfulness is that it, it provides us with scientifically researched approach of cultivating clarity, insight and understanding. That is only when you practice mindfulness. You also allow yourself to be fully present in your life, in your work, and it helps you to improve the quality of your life. Mindful living is conscious. It is calm, it is purposeful, it is grateful, and it is focused. It also promotes peace and awareness. So the automatic living is unconscious. It is habitual. It is restless. It is rushed. It is scattered, and it creates anxiety and depression after fear. But here are some of the benefits 
or some of the positives that we benefit from being mindful. In a list, I'll give you, it helps you to live your life more fully. That's living to the fullest. It quiets your minds. It opens your heart and brings about a balance. It helps you to relax your body, reduces the stress. It retrains your brain and enhances appreciation and gratitude. It helps you to break unhealthy habits. It minimizes scatteredness and distractions. It increases levels of energy. It also helps you to love yourself more and freely and deeply. There are four elements to mindfulness, which I'm just going to list, which is paying attention. Almost any person or anything we give our close attention to gains value in our hearts, in our minds. This is because it increases our understanding and appreciation. Because paying loving attention often results in valuing and understanding, enjoying what you pay attention to. It's incredibly important that you place yourself near or rather at the top of your pay attention to list. It also allows you to recognize habits and behaviors that no longer add value to, to you or that no longer adds joy to your life. You can make the different choice that will lead you to an increased well-being, health, peaceful, mindful, and calm, balanced life. The second element to mindfulness is living in the moment. It is very possible to think about the past or the future while being fully in the present moment, as long as we are conscious of the fact that we are doing so. Because at times we get to do that just not aware that we are doing it. The third element is to simplify. Our time and our energy are oftenly consumed by the demands of multiple obligations, of multiple opportunities. But mindful moments calm our souls. They quiet our minds and they open our hearts. When there is a clutter in homes, simplifying creates inner and outer space. And space invites serenity. The fourth and last element that I'm going to talk about is breathing. A lot of times you see even in movies or whatever when people are going through stuff and then you hear, breathe in, breathe out. All those things help you to be calm and to be, calm, to be mindful of others. Breath is the bridge between the body and the mind and the getaway to the present moment. It is also important to pay attention to the breath patterns to deepen the breath and to direct the breath in areas of our body and our minds that need the relief. Breathing from the diaphragm triggers the relaxation response in our bodies. This is just a little that I wanted to share with you about being more mindful. But before I close this, let me talk about how can you practice to be more mindful. Breathing, for me, is the way that I can say is the number one factor. It's ironic that our impulse to close down and constrict breathing during stressful times is exactly the opposite of helpful. Shallow breathing actually causes stress in the body. While breathing deeply from the diaphragm oxygenates your brains and grounds you into your body and maximizes your potential or it maximizes your mental, emotional, and physical capabilities. Take a couple of minutes to breathe deeply, even now when I'm talking to you through this podcast, and quiet your moment. As the thought comes up, just observe that thought and let that thought bring focus back to your breath. And as that thought comes up, just, just observe it and let it go for a moment. Bring back the focus to your breath. Doing this a few times throughout the day can be calming and relaxing. To stop, to look, to listen, and to feel. That alone can help you to enjoy the moments, to enjoy what it is that you do. So pausing to take note of what you are seeing, hearing, 
can make a difference. And what you're feeling is, in, is an incredibly important touchstone for mindful living. A few 60 seconds check throughout the day can make an amazing difference in how you feel and can also lay valuable groundwork for building mindful habits. If you are walking outside, feel f your feet hitting the ground. You should listen to that and sometimes pay attention to your footsteps, understanding how you walk. That, that alone helps you to be aware of how you are walking. It helps you to see the steps that you're taking. It helps you to see what you're stepping onto to avoid getting hitting into things or obstacles that you're not seeing. What do you smell? Look around you when you breathe. What colors do you see? How do you feel the air? on your skin? What do you hear? What are the birds singing about? All those things can help you to live in the present moment. It's mindfulness practice which allows us to become more awake to our life as a war and to uncover countless insights that have the real and significant impact on the quality of our day-to-day -day lives. For this reason, mindfulness practices touches every aspect of our lives. It also includes what goes on within us from the story we tell our lives in a day-to-day -day basis. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode. I appreciate your time and let's take it again next week and talk about another different topic that I'm excited about. Stay safe and continue to sanitize. God bless.